Podcast, your source for music reports, reviews, and remarks. I'm your host, Tyler Wheatley, and joining me today, the ever-lovely... Matthew Yap. How's it going, Matthew? Oh, it's pretty depressing. You're just recording everything today. I really You get to be <laughs> everywhere. So we're going to get things right off into it. We're going we're gonna to get right off Woo. started. Always ha- wanted to get off. Yeah, I'm having my brain literally isn't working today. <laughs> Um, we have a we have a pretty popular playlist. Some things are gonna blow up out of this. I have a feeling. Uh, I got some Drake, some Cardi B, her new album Invasion of Privacy. But we're gonna start things off with Drake's new song, Nice for What. Hmm. How did you feel about this pile of garbage? I will give you my exact reaction while listening to it. This is a hundred percent genuine. In the middle of the song, I literally went, ah, because it was too loud. And I feel like an old man saying that. But, like, there was so much going on. And, like, <laughs> Drake was, like, rapping. And there was still all that weird background music and, like, talking thing. And I hated it. I felt like an old man who couldn't understand what was going on. I, wow. Yeah. I'm very <laughs> taken aback by this. What the hell? I know. It's just literally, there was just too much going on for me. I needed something to pull back. That's fair. I feel like the song, I hated that awkward, like... Uh, like interval of someone just yelling, like talking. It's like they pulled. Like I, I was trying to. I'm guessing it's from like some TV monologue or something. I should know. I don't even know. He's been doing it with a bunch of music videos. I don't know why artists think this is really good and like artsy, and this is really artistic, and I like how this sounds. You know what bothers me? Is it's always been stupid, but drag queens have done it a lot. And uh, drag queens, when they do tracks, because like obviously they lip sync, they always toss in like some type of spoken part that's usually from like a movie of some like woman being sassy. They always toss in spoken parts, and so that's what it seems like to me. And like I don't know, and just not carried out well. Though. I don't think you necessarily <laughs> have to model your rap career off of drag queens, but I mean, why not? You know, <laughs> just go for it. You know, it'll be fine. I, I didn't like this song at all. Like I I didn't like the beat. I didn't like the lyrics. I haven't really found a Drake song that I've really enjoyed uh, since, Ever. like, if you're reading this, it's too late. There was a few songs on there that I liked. I've never liked Drake. Not that, since he was on uh, Degrassi and got shot. That's fair. Yeah. That's fine. That's okay. I just, yeah, he just doesn't have very much that's super good anymore. No. I think people like him because he's Drake. Yeah, honestly. People got sad at Marvin's room for like three years, and now they're still sad <laughs> about it. And then they're just like, oh my god, it's Drake. He dropped a new thing, and I love it because it's Drake, and he's such a good rapper. When he's bad, usually he's offbeat. His yeah. flow sh- The beats are just mediocre, and all of it. I hate all no of it. No one can convince me that anyone could understand what the f*** he was saying, because I swear, there was just too much going on Yeah, the I literally couldn't understand it. I went to go listen to it several times just to try to get some opinion about it, and I either blanked out, couldn't understand him, or hated it. Yeah, I was not a fan. It just wasn't good. So we're just going to jump right into Cardi B's new album. Hey-o. And we're, you know what? Initial thoughts. I really liked it. <laughs> really like it? I actually, I didn't think I would, because I was like, okay, Cardi B. Like, why don't you just keep making memes? But no, like, I liked it. Uh, I would have to say, going into it, I thought I wasn't going to like it, and then there are a few songs on here that I actually enjoy. So, what were your favorites on this on this album? Tyler's about to be like, oh, you're so wrong, I'm Tyler. But, uh, uh, but <laughs> I loved Through, uh, through the, Your Phone. I really, really enjoyed it. I'm going to have to disagree with you. I know you do. So, uh, like, I just, I didn't like the vocal part of it. I know it wasn't Cardi B singing, mm-hmm. but 
I just didn't enjoy that part. I don't think it mashed up well with Cardi B's rap and okay. like her flow, so I didn't like it. It almost seemed like it switched like tempo and like mid song, so it really threw yeah. me off. And I just didn't really like that. I didn't like how it sounded. I honestly, you're right it. that it did. It did change tempo, but I was just okay with it. Yeah, and yeah, because like sometimes sometimes it can work, and mm. you're fine with it. But like, I didn't like the way the lyrics sounded, and I just. I mean, I just didn't like that song in particular. Yeah. There were other ones on here that I did, but that was one of them I did not like. Um, I my the, my other one that I really enjoyed was uh, I think it was the first song on the album was "Get Up 10. Oh yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a good time with that one. That one actually wasn't too shabby. I yeah. enjoyed that. To, like that as the lead song of the album caught yeah. my attention. I, I was like, this is this is fun. And then there's a a lyric in there. Uh, he remind me of my pussy because mad tight and i was like this is fun i'm having a good time you're like you do you i'm having a fun time here <laughs> like, just listening to this oh my god i would say one of my favorite ones on this one was i like it i like it's fun the intro was i was like okay i like this i like what's going on and then there was just this fat trap beat that came in out of nowhere and she starts going ham and i was like okay yeah wow I think we both I uh, disliked Drip a lot. Oh, Drip was just the worst. Yeah, I I I listened to the album twice except for Drip. That's the only one I skipped yeah, through I on had my to second skip playthrough. It. Um, I've tried to give Migos a chance and I can't like I, them. I've, never I've listened them. to Culture 1 and 2 and still don't like them. You did more than me. Yeah, I I gave them a big shot. They're not my cup of tea or my mm. glass of gin or <laughs> however you want to phrase it. Do you enjoy Bodoc Yellow? Uh, it's just okay. I think it was overhyped because Cardi B was this first like female rapper in a long time to mm-hmm. get really big, and this this song blew up, and everyone like every bad <laughs> in the club was like rapping over this song, like yeah. pointing at her man, like shoving him in the chest, <laughs> and, shit, and they're just like, you know where I'm at, you know where I be, and they're just going off, and then you know like every dude's just like giving the most like I'm so done with this look, yeah. So, her throwing it like back into this album, I wasn't too excited to see. I it. yeah, I like I like like it enough. Like it's a fine song. Uh, pretty much every time I hear it, I still do do the whole thing. I'm making money moves. Like every time, it gets me to like just do that one part. But than that one part, it's like it's whatever. Yeah, I I thought it was like it, it's just an okay song to me. I didn't. I never really got too hype about it. I mean, like yeah. if I heard it and I was out or I was with friends, I was just like, okay, you know. It's when fine. it comes on on like radio and stuff, I leave it. Like yeah, like but I don't go out of my way to select no. it even a little bit. No. So nah, I don't know. Nah. <laughs> I kind of liked Moneybag. I'm surprised. I know I am too. <laughs> like, I did not. Like going into it, you were like you're. Like, oh, I, I did not like that one. Like, out of all the other songs, like, I just thought that one was just okay. And then I get on, and I'm over here just, like, having a good old time <laughs> listening to it. And I'm like, what is going on? I think that one is – there's there's a lot of just really good, like, almost funny lyrics in this one for me, which I don't know if she – I doubt she meant for them to be lyrics. But that one is, uh, you look like – I look like Beyonce because I got beautiful twins, referring to her breasts. Of course. Which, like, she does. So like, She does. She's a good-looking gal, I'll be completely honest. So, like, I, I don't know. that That's about all I liked for Moneybags. <laughs> yeah, that's honestly fair. 
Um, usually I like SZA stuff, and this song was just okay. Like, I do. Oh, is that how you um, pronounce that? SZA? I say SZA or S-Z-A. I would say I said I, S-Z-A. I've heard it two different ways, so I think you can say it either way. Okay. Like, it's up to the consumer. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, choose your own adventure. Exactly. Choose however you want to choose your own adventure. God damn <laughs> Let's go back to those. Um, so, like, I thought that song was okay. Yeah. It wasn't anything that really stood out to me, though. There were other songs that were just on the album that I just liked a little bit more. I like it. I want. I listened to it like five times in a row. I'm not even gonna lie. I like it's really fun. <laughs> it was. It was just a bop. It was a good time. I kind of pulling back to where you said that you didn't like it. Through your phone is so good. No, you're so wrong. No. So listen, here's what I like. I enjoy that song. Um, and Ring uh, for a similar reason. Uh, be careful. I like the idea of be careful. I'm not a huge fan of Cardi B sing talking. Yeah. I couldn't quite I couldn't figure out if I liked it or not. Yeah, um I listened to Be Careful on um last week's episode mm-hmm. that we did and Phil and I talked about it and we both weren't really a fan of it. I like you said, I'm not a fan of like the whole like talk rap yeah. that she does. She's very pissed off in the song. Someone yeah. did her dirty. And they're be careful now because you know, karma comes around and it hits you in the chair yeah. or it hits you in the face with a chair. Uh, yeah, that was a sentence. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, that song was just okay, but if she would have rapped it, I think it would have been better it than just been talking. Better. But the reason I liked uh, specifically through your phone and ring is I did not expect an emotional Cardi B. Right? Like, I really didn't think that I figured every song would be like, uh, it would, uh, oh, what's the last one? I have the playlist up. This is great. Uh, I do. Yes. Uh, I th- like where all of them like it's just her talking about how great she is. Like the line, "My pussy's so good, I say my own name during sex," which relatable. <laughs> Uh, like it could have been really easy for like just the whole album to be like that, but then like through your phone was like genuinely that whole song was just emotional. Ring, uh, I'd say like slightly less emotional, but the whole thing is just her explaining like, yeah, I put on this persona as like I'm a bad bitch. I, I I really just want you to like me. Like why won't you like call me back? Like and so I was so shocked to get an emotional Cardi B, and I loved it. And we're never gonna get it again. Oh no, it's never coming back. No. She gave her stance once. Yeah, she was like, I'll show you that I. I have a emotion, and that's it. Yes, that's all I wanted out of that, was just Cardi B just going like, yeah, I have emotions. Once. Once. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Never again. Uh, and then I didn't mind on three. I really liked Through Your Phone, and the chorus I'd say was my favorite part, because I really liked Ali Tamposi, who did the chorus of that song. I liked her voice a lot. I didn't, so I think that's what really that's, threw me that's off. That's fair. Like, uh, I didn't expect an emotional song, so it also caught me off guard. Yeah. So then, like, listening to it, I was like, wait, what? What is this? And then just I didn't like how the singer sounded. (laughs) And I didn't particularly enjoy just the song itself. So I was like, eh. But, you know, good for her going emotional route on this. Rappers don't typically do that all the time. So especially in today's mumble rap game, yeah. no one's emotional except for Tentacion. Which I'll give her, she didn't really mumble rap too much. No, that's one thing I will praise her for is Cardi B does not mumble rap. Mm-hmm. And good, good on you, mate. Like, <laughs> you don't mumble rap and that's fine with me. I think her flow is kind of weak because it's really slow and she just it is she's like uh yeah there's not exactly an opportunity to mumble rap no there isn't so like you know go for it i guess do what you got to do but then like i just one thing i hate is like people are like her flow is so hard she spits fire and it's like but she really doesn't 
Yeah. She's just she's too slow for me to say she spits fire. I feel like you have to have some you got to drop some nasty bars. Yeah. And like I like her lyrics a lot. Like I've quoted quite a few of them already cuz I just think they're they're not great like They just stand out. Yeah. <laughs> like almost funny. Like they're not like these amazing like Oh gosh, man! She just like went in on someone like diss track lyrics, but like they're just like weirdly kind of like endearing almost. <laughs> they're just very comedic <laughs> lyrics yeah. that you're like, you wrote that down at some point, or your ghostwriter did. Someone, yeah, someone or your ghostwriter wrote that down, and you were like, this okay. is fun. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, and so I I liked I liked that her lyrics, and also I we've talked about it before plenty of times that. It's not this beat fetishism because, like, there are good beats and, uh, like, I like it had pretty solid beats. But, like, I'd say for the most part, it strayed away from a song that relies solely on beat. Yeah, it does. This definitely wasn't – like, the beat started out usually to, like, catch your attention. Mm -hmm. And then her lyrics would come in and you just – I didn't even have time to focus on the beat. I was just listening to her. Yeah. And, like – Which is commendable. Yeah, which it seems like that doesn't happen at all nowadays. Yeah. So it was, like, good for her for, like, pulling the beat back and not relying on it the whole time. The uh, Kind of on that note that it doesn't happen all the time, and I think this is one of the reasons I liked it so much, is she reminds me a lot of a 90s fly girl. Uh, just in like the same vein as like Salt and Pepper, who yes. great, and the fact that that's how all the '90s fly girls rap did is they would go, they'd have a decent beat, and then they would come in, and their flows weren't necessarily the same as like male rappers, but they'd come in and they would have their lyrics like lyric heavy songs and like a pretty solid flow. And she reminds me a lot of that. And that's yeah. why I enjoy it so much. I think I think she does kind of portray that kind of early rap that started that really became good in like the '90s. Yeah, you know, just it just started that. Uh, no, yeah, that that is a really good point out of that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I would say a one song that I really did enjoy, and I don't know if it's just because I like Chance the Rapper a bunch, but Best Life. Best Life's fun. I liked Best Life. Best Life is what I really just assumed this whole album would be. Honestly, of, yeah. You know. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I expected just kind of a whole Bodak Yellow feel to the album, mm-hmm. but then uh, there was variety. Yay. There was actually some good stuff, and I was like, hey, hey. It really, it thoroughly shocked me. That I was, I was like, so surprised on how much I liked this album. Yes, the the fact that I was just like, oh my god, I don't hate this. Yeah. What is going on? Cardi B, what did you do to me? Yeah. I didn't know if it was just like by active submerging myself in an album for like a week and then listening to her throughout like my remixed career now <laughs> of just being like, I like this now. <laughs> or if I'm just like, no, these were good. Who would have guessed it? <laughs> who who would have thunk that? Uh, another one I don't like, though, is uh, on the people we collaborated with was, uh, it's, I don't even know, Bartier? Yeah, Bartier. Bartier or Cardi? Yeah. 21 Savage doesn't always do it for me. And by always, I mean almost never does it for me. Yeah. (laughs) And so, like, he didn't help. And it definitely didn't help just that the song wasn't good. (laughs) Yeah, no, it wasn't. The mumble rappers with Cardi B don't really work. I feel like she was bigger in this situation than they were. Like, she outshined them on this album. It's good for her. Yeah, because generally, like, you have a feature with someone that's really famous. Like, sometimes they take over the track almost, where it's just like... Every Nicki Minaj feature. (laughs) Exactly. It's just like you think of them more than you do the main artist. Yeah. But I 
forgot every time that 21 Savage and Migos were on those songs. Mm -hmm. And then it was just like, oh, yeah, they were there. Yeah. Because Cardi B just outshined them, honestly, throughout the album and just on those specific songs alone. I did like how much Chance the Rapper was in it, but I also felt like he didn't outshine. And neither did SZA. Which I think, like, when it's your album, especially your debut album, is probably, like, the best thing that can happen. Yeah, yeah. You don't want... now, at the very least, she seems like she can hold her ground. Exactly. Like, Macklemore's last album, Gemini, I think Mm. was what it was, he had a lot of features, and and it... All outshined him. Exactly. It felt like it wasn't his album anymore. It felt Mm. like it was just a variety artist album. Yeah. So... Good for her, like to come out with this, really come out with a big banger, and I feel like I can see some of these like making it to the charts. Uh, yeah, I think so too. So, any final Hopefully thoughts? Hopefully, not Bodak Yellow again. <laughs> as long as will it come back? <laughs> but any final thoughts over this playlist this week, Matthew? Uh, no, that's about it. Yeah, I'd say so. And we're gonna move on to some really weird music video that I had to share with you that made it to number thirty-two on trending. It was so odd. Janelle Monet, Pink. Spelled with a Y, not an I. How sexy. How sexy of you. So this song isn't about Pink, the artist. It's about <laughs> vaginas, and it's just a four-minute vagina monologue. I wish it was about Pink. I wish this was a song about someone rapping or singing about Pink. <laughs> that would be so good. I would actually listen. I'd, I'd buy it. Screw it. I'd, I'd actually buy the song. <laughs> what were your thoughts on this, though? At least the music video and the lyrics, maybe both. <laughs> I really like the dress, the vagina dress. Right, those were so... <laughs> they were so weird. I hope... The, my biggest hope for this is that I think... You know, I'm a very body positive person. I'm a strong feminist. I hope they weren't trying to be serious. I hope that they were doing this as kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing. Yeah. Because, like, it very much felt like it. The weird dress... A kind of pants. I don't know. They were wearing outfits that looked like vaginas. So, like, I'm assuming they were trying to be campy. Yeah. I think this was very much, like, a fun play on body positivity. Yeah. That it's, like, you don't need to be embarrassed about having a vagina. Right. Or Men like... talk about their d- all the time. You can talk about your vagina. Exactly. I think they should have made a song about periods because apparently... F- Frickin' everybody and their brother, and I'm gonna phrase it that way because it's guys, they get grossed out about periods, and I'm like, it's literally a natural reaction, and you're not a father. Be grateful. Also, like, you've never seen blood? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, stop being, don't be a bitch. Don't be a bitch. Honestly, there's go, no light way to phrase that. Just honestly, don't be. You go down on your girl during her period, I'm telling you. <laughs> you try it out. You, you'd elevate. <laughs> See if it's for you. You do the elevator doors to the shining and you figure out if that's really stop. what you're about. <laughs> I've heard Red Wings. Never heard that. <laughs> you try out Shark Weekend and if you like the taste, then come back for seconds. <laughs> If your girlfriend's comfortable with if that. If she's comfortable with that. We here on Bite love consent. We do. Consent is a very big thing. and Ball State doesn't understand that, but we do. Hey. So, uh, but I think this was just a fun play. I'm kind of glad it didn't like get in at least top 50s. Yeah. Because then it's like people can watch this and just be like, oh, this is a fun song about vaginas. And right. Like out of any vagina monologue-esque thing, Amy Schumer is the only thing we can point to, and I think she's a big steaming pile of garbage because her jokes are stolen and she's not funny or original in any way at all. But this was a fun way to talk about it. It was! Like, any, like on, I want this in health classes. 
I'm here for it. There's actually a uh, a series. It's kind of a series of plays, but a very common play to be put on is the vagina monologues. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and it's it's literally just about women talking about their vaginas and their experiences with their vaginas. And it's a really nice play. And it's, I think this is reminiscent of that. And just the fact that, like, hey, these are weird things we have. Let's talk about it. Exactly. Bodies are weird. It's kind of funny. So, like... All of our bodies are weird, and we have to be comfortable with that. Yeah. And I think, like... In all seriousness, it obviously doesn't really have, like, educational value. No. <laughs> but to bring this up maybe in, like, uh, more of a high school setting health classroom where, like, if, you know, some freshmen come in and they're still kind of uncomfortable with this. Right. They're just getting into, like, more sexuality. Their bodies are changing as well. This could be a fun way to just bring up vaginas. Just be like, hey, guys, you have those. It's fine. Exactly. It's chill. People made a music video about this, and it made it to, to 32 on trending in YouTube in 2018. If we've learned anything so far today, it's that your vagina can get you to number 32. Exactly. Especially if there's a whole crew of them on camera. Which, go on them. There wasn't a single dude in this video. I know. I was proud of it. Because, like, sometimes you think, you know, if it's a whole music video about vaginas, there's going to be some, like, beefed-up hunk yeah. coming in and being like, yeah. Yeah, vaginas. But no. it wasn't. There was a bunch of, like, strong, beautiful women in this, and I loved it. I was all about it. I really was. As goofy as the song as it was, this I feel like this had a pretty good message behind it. More, I, more of the story. Be comfortable with your vagina. Love your vagina. Love your vagina. And love other people's vaginas, so long as they consent. Exactly. Consensual love other people's vaginas. <laughs> exactly. So now we're going to move on to the more cancerous side of this episode, and we're going to talk about the yodeling kid and how he's being successful right now. Yay! <laughs> no! no. <laughs> so the yodeling kid, if you haven't heard it, then you need to get out of your rock, because this kid's everywhere and anywhere. Trap remixes, EDM remixes, regulars, distorted, all all sorts of vines. There's literally a 10-minute compilation of different variations of him. So this yodeling child in Walmart, and that's how I'm going to refer to him, has made it to Ellen recently. And Ellen loves talking about things that blow up like memes and vine stars and such. And You know the second that video came out. She was like, find him. Yeah, she's like, do it, find him. Like, I just want Ellen just in a very deep, angry, demonic <laughs> voice just like, find him. <laughs> Ugh. So that is like an introduction to the topic. When does it become too far, Matthew? Already. Way long ago. I think an internet meme is fun to stay on the internet. Yes. But when this kid is potentially signed up for Coachella, which is an actual article, TMZ wrote this article that he is potentially going to be at Coachella. The stars align and everything works out. If I ever make it to Coachella in a meme is there singing i'm gonna actually die <laughs> oh god no i okay listen i love ellen like i love ellen so much and so this got a meter because he poorly yodeled in a walmart just the thing this it the, wasn't good i was like this is a weird part of my life i used to be really into yodeling because that was my country music face i really liked yodeling and he's not good at it no he's not he's honestly really bad at that technique of yodeling and i understand what he's trying to Listen do to the song it's a good song exactly he doesn't do well he does not do it well and i don't like it i don't like how he got popular i feel like he got popular because people are like haha this sounds funny and then like four <laughs> four weird people in walmart are watching him ha look at this uh we made an edm remix of that how 
that was funny. Oh God, it went too far. He's he's on TV. <laughs> we did too much. We did too much. What happened? But like, just because this annoying kid, which I'm sure you're a lovely kid, I don't mean to bully a ten year old, but this annoying kid, <laughs> like, just goes and shouts in a Walmart, and suddenly he's famous. I used to shout in WalMarts all the time, and I got my ass beat for it. Exactly. So what's that about? Exactly. I don't get anything for doing. So- you know what? I did not become a meme off of all the weird things I've done for this organization, and I want right. I want my recognition. Damn it! <laughs> I deserve this. I honestly do. I think it's gone too far. It was an internet thing. It was funny. It was cool to play with, and now. Him being at an actual music festival that rakes in millions of dollars that people travel. People are paying good money to not see that. Exactly. People travel hundreds of miles to go see this. Sometimes a thousand miles or more to go see this. Why would he be a potential headliner or at least in the lineup? Why? I would genuinely, if I had done put in all this money and time and made it to Coachella and some little asshole in a cowboy hat walks out and they're like, eh, eh, eh. I would throw a rock. No, I'm sorry, that's that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd throw something, not at him, but Not just... at him, I would just in general throw a thing out of anger. I'd throw a fit, that's what I would do. <laughs> but, but if I was a legitimate artist who had busted my ass for years oh, yeah. and put in hours without sleep and dedication and just putting out everything else in my life just to focus on this career so I could make it, mm. and some at Walmart, yodels for three minutes and makes it, and he's famous and gets to Coachella. What does that say about the music industry? We're stupid. Honestly. You know, bigger question. What does it say about us that we can't just be happy for a kid whose dreams are coming true? Because I appreciate the hardworking <laughs> individuals that have grinded to be at Coachella, and I don't appreciate shit memes. There you go. I live on the internet. This is my job. I'm just bitter. Is my, uh, I'm just bitter. <laughs> that's, my, that's my thing. <laughs> but, but, like, okay, I spend a lot of times looking at memes because my roommate does as well, and he sends them to me all the time, and I'm like, haha, that's funny. Memes are fun. Memes are good times. And this was a bad meme and then it got popular, and everyone enjoyed it. And I, I enjoyed for a short period of time the little EDM remix because I was like, haha, that's funny. It's a bit of a bop. That's a banger. Yeah. Like, if that was played at Coachella, then go for it. Go, you know, get on you. But uh, this child actually showing up who only can yodel one song really <laughs> poorly. What... What is it? What? what is to be it fair, do? my introduction to this meme was just like a parody of the meme of some girl screaming at Walmart. <laughs> and I was like, what is this about? And then later I saw the real video. So, like, I've always had a bad taste about this kid. Like, <laughs> I've never fair. enjoyed it. And so, I, yeah, I'm just so sick of seeing it. I'm so sick of the idea of him being actually successful because he mediocrely is saying it. You know his mom is going to, like, drop a Christmas album with this asshole yodeling on it. Oh, she will. Oh, oh it's going to happen. Oh. I'm just, I'm very upset about it. I didn't want this at all. I didn't. So instead of being angry about everything, we're going to move on and we're going to talk about YouTube being hacked recently. Cool. And I actually like it. Yeah. And they took down Despacito. <laughs> That's so funny to me. So like, this wasn't the only video that uh, got taken down. There were some others, um, namely like a Taylor, some Taylor Swift videos got taken down as well. But Despacito, obviously the most viewed video on YouTube ever, like in the history of things, um, just got like, it was taken down. There was a bunch of hackers that came in. They deleted that. Um, what are your thoughts on this? I think it's hilarious. I love it. Uh, I'm really weirdly here for like 
No, I'm not going to say I'm here for crime. But I think it's funny when like people pull off like cool kind of like crimes like this. I guess I guess I'm here for crime. Um, <laughs> That's fair. It's it's how life is. But uh, I love this idea of just someone with like a really weird amount of tech skills being like, you know what? I'm going to take down Despacito. Exactly. And like honestly, what's the harm? I mean, yeah, like, uh, the group called themselves, like, Prosox and Kurosh or something. Mm-hmm. I can't, I don't know exactly how to pronounce the second group. Um, but they took down a, over, a little over a dozen videos, Shakira, Selena Gomez, Drake, and Adele. Um, it was, for Shakira, ba- yeah. maintaining her relevance to get taken down. There you go. Um, but a lot of them were replaced with, like, a gang of people in masks holding guns and the phrase Free Palestine in yeah. every description and then they later tweeted out saying, we have the videos, don't worry. It was in very broken English, so right. like it took a little deciphering. But they were like, we have these, you don't have to worry, Like believe us, we haven't deleted the videos, mm-hmm. we, just take, we just took them down. What is this alluding to? I'm sure they have some cause. Uh, there's a lot of tension in Palestine right now, which I have a lot of opinions on, but not for today. Exactly. Um, and so... I mean, there's worse ways to get your political message across. I think the guns were a little much. But, I mean, there's worse ways. You got the message out there. I'm sure plenty of people Googled what's going on in Palestine. Oh, exactly, yeah. People were looking up those videos, going to watch it, realizing it wasn't there, seeing the description, and then looking up what the hell is going on in Palestine right now. And I stand by the fact, what's the harm? Like, uh, yeah. They, no, the, they didn't delete the videos. They didn't, and the videos were back up shortly after, so it was fine. Um, right now, the attacks are kind of unknown on how they got in, either through Vivo or YouTube. Mm-hmm. I would imagine probably Vivo. If I had to guess. Because YouTube is, I mean, it's owned by Google. Google's very Google good. does pretty all right. <laughs> yeah, Google's pretty good about their uh, network security and such, so I can't imagine that they done goofed this hard. But, I mean, I've been wrong before. I hope all it was was that just, like, they just guessed Vivo's password. And they're like, guys! That legitimately happened for, like, some company. Did it? The guy just had a really simple password, and they guessed it, and it caused, like, millions of data breaches. And I was like, oh, God. I think it was, like, the Equifax one or something. No. I, don't directly quote me on that, but... I'm going to indirectly quote him. I'm going to indirectly I'm going to subtweet you later. <laughs> you will be subtweeted later. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, I mean, if the videos went back up, then, like, this is pretty much just a political message, just a campaign going out to get awareness. kind of fun. Yeah, what a fun way. They didn't cause harm to people. No. So I can Again, get... the guns are a little, a little intimidating, but, yeah. like, for the most part, just fun. Exactly. So as long as they didn't, like, legitimately hurt people, then I was like, all right, fine. Yeah. You know, that's whatever. I'll deal with it. They were back up. No harm, you know, no foul. Everything was fine. They just wanted to spread some quick little message. We hereby do not condone any terrorist groups or crime. No, we don't. But, you know, (laughs) things happen. So final thoughts on anything today before we move on to billboards and artists? I think Cardi B looks really good in that album cover. I like the yellow hair. Really? Yeah. I'm not a fan of yellow, but I did think she looked good. I think it's fun. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. So we'll move on to some uh, charts. God's plan still at number one, so that has. I'm moved. over it. And it's number one everywhere. Like you can't even find anything to dethrone it. 
Um, Meant to Be is still at number two, but Psycho has moved up to number three. Mm-hmm. And Call Out My Name by The Weeknd from his last album, My Dear Melancholy, is number four, baby. There we go. And I'm so excited about that. Look Alike at number five. The Middle by Zed at six. And Ed Sheeran's moving down to seven. Thank God. Thank God he's moving. Uh, Finesse down to eight. Freaky Friday down to nine. Please get that out of my top ten. And Migos Walk It Talk It up to ten. So I'm so excited that Mind by Bazzy has mo- like is in the top twenty though because mm-hmm. I love that song. Started as a meme and then I actually listened to it and then I sent it to my girlfriend and she loved it. So <laughs> there you go. Thanks, yeah. Mind. You get Tyler some game. Exactly. Um, so I mean, you know, some thoughts on this. When will Drake not be number one anymore? I don't know. He's people... always one of his songs is always at the top, and I hate it. I hope people realize one day that he's actually bad, and but that won't happen. Like it's just like, what does he even do? Like I've never seen Drake do anything besides just like he randomly releases music and now he streams on Twitch with Ninja. Like, what is he up to? Stuff. Like, it's just he, so he's doing things. Because, so like, every other celebrity, you always hear them like, out talking about something or having beef with somebody. And Drake just, like, emerges. It's odd. He does. He just kind of appears out of nowhere with, like, a song or an album and then just yeah. does something weird and disappears again. Yeah. I don't... Uh... He scares me. <laughs> I'm scared. Please hold me. <laughs> I don't. Tyler know. and I are actually cuddling in a corner. Right I don't now. know what's going on. <laughs> uh, so, a- any thoughts over that besides Drake needing to just get off every music ever? Uh, I like that things are starting to at least kind of change because we had a solid period of time where nothing moved at all. So now things are like dropping down. It's about that time of the year where we start to get new music. The it s- is the summer bops are coming out. Summer bops shall be appearing. I'm very excited that The Weeknd has made it to number four because I love to call out my name. That was one of my favorite songs of that album. So we're going to move on to some artist songs or album recommendations. What do you have for me this week? I have Ralph uh, and her song Tease. What? (laughs) Uh, Ralph is a really fun artist. Uh, She plays a lot with Androgyny, which is cool. Look at the name. Uh, But Tease is this really – it's a really fun song. I'd give it like a 70s aesthetic. Um, it's sexy. It's it's this weird kind of like it's not what you'd usually think for for like a sex song, but like I don't know for me at least it's a bit of a turn on. It's very fun. It's it's kind of seventies poppy. It's 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 fun. It's a good time. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm gonna recommend Jarvis as he's from Firepower Records. He's very dubstep. Nice. Uh, but he just dropped a new album and I I was enjoying it. There's some there's some good stuff on there. Good so stuff. you know, do that. Do those things. That's uh, it's fun stuff. Listen to some fun music, some androgyny, and some dubstep. <laughs> However you want to start your day off. I think your day. both of those categories of music really sum us up, Tyler. Yeah, really <laughs> you bring the dubstep. Do. I bring the androgyny. <laughs> yeah. What better things do we have? than that but i've been your host tyler wheatley and joining me today matthew yeah make sure to follow us on all of our social media twitter instagram facebook bite bsu you can look us up on soundcloud at ball state daily and listen to all of our other lovely podcasts and you get to hear us all the time just talk about stuff we sure like talking we do we do like to talk so thanks for listening guys